Now, Dable, after working uh, a fair few years in a big four bank, I want to get to a point where I've got a, a property in Melbourne and a property in Sydney. Now, if I'm in Sydney, Dable, and I'm doing some uh, landscaping, you know who I'm going to? Who are you going to? Dingo Landscapes and Designs. Pat Clark is the main man there. And this is a gentleman who operates, you know, predominantly around the northern eastern suburbs of Probably where I'd be, I would have thought, Dable. For sure. You jump on the his Instagram, at Dingo Landscapes, and you have a look at some of the stuff he's doing. He's got the outdoor areas. He's got the nice pavers out there as well. It, it's sensational. And you hit Pat Clark up on 0408. 485397. Now, he's going to come around and give you a free quote and an on-site consultation. Um, and so tell your friends, but also he's hiring. First, second, third year apprentices, Deeble, give Pat a call. There could be some work for you. Definitely. Just his number again there, 0408 485 397. Hit up Pat and he can sort you out. G'day, Mickey O from the Swans. You're listening to True Blood, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Go, boys. This is True Blood's the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast podcast back in the Image Online studios in Abbotsford, which we love, which we love. I'm Madison Clark, your host for the evening, and I'm here with Ben Andrew. Welcome. Have you been here before? Not to Images Online, but uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Always great to be here with you, Mads, uh, no matter the studio. Um, it's comfy though, isn't it? Oh, it's, re- it's real plush. It's real plush. I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's good. Nice chairs. You know, I'm used to more of a desk setup. This is a real, uh, you know, for those playing along along at home, this is a real lounge room setup. It's sort of it, when we get to that stage, it's it's good for YouTube, I reckon. Oh yeah, setup. totally, totally, hundred percent. I was gonna have a stern word with you about that very soon, but anyway, no, there'll be there'll be big things coming, faithful Benny. We are done. Yeah, we're done. We're done. All it's, over Red Rover. Just the manner in which it happened. I mean, you, you and I were both at the game. We were both at the game. You were you were in the standing room in front of me, which is a fantastic place. Oh, it's the best place in the MCC. See, there's no. It's a cozy corner. There's no Deble tonight, faithful. Deble's a bit crook, so this is an all MCC zone right now. An all MCC affair. <laughs> and and there's, I- there's no better place to watch it than standing room MCC. Yeah, level one, uh, ground level rather. Um, it, it is brilliant. And I tell you, I came in, uh, I'd admittedly opted for an additional schooner prior to the game. So I was probably a... Came in I hot. Think, I think I yeah, came in hot, but you know, came in probably three or four minutes in. And to pick the, the one aisle where I walked out and just pick up this familiar, familiar tone and it, it's Mads, you know, already getting chummy and chirpy with some of the surrounding Tigers fans. <laughs> I, uh, they had had enough of me at the end of it. I'll tell you that much. I wasn't surprised, yep. but um, yeah, look, definitely not our night. And I, uh, it just that whole match just summed up our our entire season. It was almost poetic the way that it all that it all came together. Um, but look, let's go. Let's go to the start. Well, look, I, I mean, we played good footy. We, we played really, really good footy for a half, right? And this is this is the frustrating thing, and this is where it correlates to our whole season as well, Benny, because you you were you you would have been, you know, you're correct in thinking, geez, we're on here, and we've done that in so many games this year where 
We were hunting the footy. We were putting on a great deal of pressure. And we were actually kicking straight for once. Perish the thought. Yeah, wouldn't have. I mean, I, I just felt um, as we as we watched, as we sat through that game, and as you say, we, we started really well. Lot to get excited about, but I'm sure you, like I, don't take a whole lot of confidence from first and second quarter no. performances anymore. <laughs> Very limited. Yeah, you've got it. You, 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 you try to stay optimistic. But at the end of the day, you, I think supporting this football club just comes. It comes with the territory. It's par for the course. You remain nervous until you know it's in the bag or when the final siren goes. <laughs> yeah, it's concerning. In it's any concerning. case, I didn't. The, the the thing that started. You you just when you get into a season like this, Benny, you can get a little bit pessimistic with those sort of things. And I, I sort of find myself nitpicking little things. Even when we're playing well, I'm like, geez, that's not good. When Buddy got the ball on the flank and tried to sort of get around everyone, oh, maybe maybe you weren't even there for that. And he just, God love him. I love Buddy. But sometimes he just tries to do a little bit too much. Got done holding the ball and I'm like, it's just not what you want. Yeah. It's just not the way you want to start a footy game. Yeah. Um, the, speaking of the great man, uh, there was there was a moment in the fourth quarter, which I just think summed up our season in in a nutshell. It was the it was the play that got the ball to him uh, in the pocket. We you know games there to be won. And we needed a goal. Richmond were pressing. And the ball was spending a lot of time in their forward half. And it was really difficult to get it out. But then we got a bit of a run on. And he, you know, drilled that uh, that set shot on on the drop punt. That was brilliant. And it got everything going. But then when we went to him again and he took the mark and you went, right, here we go, boys. This is season on the line. Do or we've die. Gone, we've gone to to our game winner. He's, tur- he's, he's turning side on. He's going to go around the body. But when he bellied that snap, that was the it just inca- that was the note that just encapsulated our entire season. That's right. We start well. Then, unfortunately, we go missing, and we have to try and find a, find our groove to get back into the game. I was Sorry, I would say maybe not start well, but we show these glimpses throughout the match where we're really, like, where we show everything that we're capable of, all the stuff that we saw when we got on a roll at the end of last year. But then you saw, we, you saw, bud, this absolute titan and superstar of our football club who is not the game winner that he used to be, saying that with complete respect to the man, love him um, and love everything he's done. But then in that moment when we absolutely needed a goal, didn't have the confidence to go back and kick a drop punt, yep. bellied it, and the Tigers end up working, you know, working the working the ball back out and we eventually go on to, to lose the game. And this is the thing. You you mentioned the word glimpses. And this is what Deeble and I have been talking about all year, right? And, and, and we feel like, we've been saying the last couple of weeks, we feel like it's almost starting to click because those glimpses have actually become more frequent. 
We've had periods where we're winning the ball out of the middle. We've had periods where we're locking it inside 50. And, you know, that's a, that's a key stat of the game, right? It tackles inside 50, keeping it hemmed in. That's what you want. That's, that's how you win flags, right? Forward pressure. And we see glimpses of it happening. It just doesn't happen for long enough. We don't, we don't win at the coalface for long enough. Luke Parker is one of the greatest leaders this club has ever seen. And he had no contested possessions in the final quarter. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, he, in fact, him and uh, and Gus for the entire second quarter, I'm pretty sure they're like five and four yep. between them. And see, this is the thing. You, you see when teams start to gain ascendancy, they're the things that have dropped off. Yeah. That's, that's, where, that's where the pendulum swings, Benjamin. It does indeed. Um, yeah, look, it... I'm pretty sure I, I, you know, I put this into the into our into our chat. It was, it, it was the story again. It was just, it was the story of our season. That match typified our season. You know, it was the glimpses and, but we were a team that just never really got going. We didn't start the season how we wanted to. Sure, we spanked the Suns and we spanked Hawthorne, but like you know. A, early on in the season, who cares? B, they haven't turned out to be great sides. But then we realised there were glaring issues. Before we have a chance to even mitigate those, we get smashed with injuries. And in particular, to, you know, key position players, you know, our tall stocks and, and to leaders of our club. It, it To me, it's the story of a, of a side that was never able to get going. And, yeah, correct. And that that before that what happened uh on on Thursday night against the Tigers was just absolutely everything that encapsulated it i i just i left frustrated and disappointed but i just i don't know where it leaves us with like for that's the, that's the disappointing thing. i don't know where it really leaves us for the rest of the year because i, I like we're still going to we're still going to compete well, we are. We're not going to be a club that lies down. Yeah, right? for sure. So we're, for we're sure. still going to have these moments of excitement where we get into a game, and if we don't quite get there, mate, like I've I've said, it's it. going to crush me. I, still. I reckon. <laughs> I reckon we'll end up going on a run, and we'll finish ninth or something. It'll yeah. it'll just be one of it'll those be a, things. The, the mathematical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm um I'm I'm less I'm less sure about that. But this this is my thing. Like I don't I don't actually think it's going to get any better for the rest of the season. I don't well, know what you. I don't know what I you. Mean, what, it, what do you do for the rest of the season? It doesn't like? matter. You play the kids. You 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 get game time into people. That that haven't had game time. I want game time into Corey Warner, yeah, guys like that, you know, because there's we can still salvage some productivity out of this, mm. right? And, well, we have to. We we absolutely have to. You've you've got. It, it feels like it's the end of the season, but it's far from it. Mm. Far from it. But I mean, look. At the end of the day, we lost Lloyd, and that was significant. You know that he's a distributor. Yeah, he's he's a key component in you know our forays forward, rebound fifties as such. You lose him, and something that's frustrated me is having a guy like Aaron Francis as the sub. Too tall. You're just it's just not uh, not versatile enough. Mm. Simply not versatile enough. Who would you have? I'd have a Corey Warner. Corey Warner. I'd have a Corey Warner. You can you can play Give me him. someone who's really hungry. Well, just someone someone who can apply 
some pressure. He's got a bit of speed. I think Harry Cunningham is, I know he was on the ground, but he is, to me, what what you would look at as a, a great archetype for a sub. Mm. I feel like we were pretty tall on the night too. We were so tall. I just don't feel like we needed needed a Francis. For a night of pissing rain. Mm. And you knew it was going to rain. And even if it it wasn't going to rain, it was was always going to be cold and get dewy and slippery. But look, we still have a crack. Rowbottom's had seven tackles. Mills has had seven tackles. Goulden just doesn't stop working. Industrious. Doesn't stop working. He's so busy. Man, we were so tall. Yeah. Hickey got monstered. Yeah, you got to put a line through Hick now. It's the same. It's the same thing as Bud. He's just the the good games are too few and far between. Well, like, we just got to appreciate Hickey for what he is. You know, he's a now, journeyman ruckman. He's a journeyman we love ruckman. him. We bloody love him. In fact, like the culture of the club is built on has been built on blokes like that. Yeah, and he's when when he's on, he's he's brilliant. But the reality is, he's a beanpole. Like a guy like Nane Curvis, Sean Darcy, we saw earlier in the year. Yep. These bigger bodies, mate, they just smash him. Yeah. They just smash him. Riley O'Brien, add him to that list. It's going to be pretty ugly when um, when they go up against each other. But then you put him up against, you know, the younger up and coming Ruckman, like a Rowan Marshall. Marshall destroyed, destroyed him that night against the Saints. Now, now just. On this, it's I know it's a little bit hard at the game. Did did Luke was Luke Parker on the bench a great deal in the fourth quarter? Because he's had three disposals, three disposals. You're probably you're probably getting to me at the wrong end of the game here, Mans. Yeah, I've spent um, I've spent quarter time, half time, and three quarter time uh, in the Percival Beams, so. But you, you look you look to those sort of guys you when do. the going gets tough. And, I mean, look, you can't you, – you really can't knock Luke Parker. He's always there. But, I mean, once – is there a worse trade in footy, Ben, than getting run over in the fourth quarter? No, there's not. I don't – I really don't think there's a worse trade for a football side – and I, I think I saw a stat to today. Games, but <laughs> I saw a stat today. I think one of the faithful commented. I'll yeah. try and find it. I think it was something like we have led. Here we go. Have you got it? Yeah. Nikki Athanasiu. Yes. I reckon I've had. I reckon I've had a pretty good go at that. A full fourth quarter effort in every match, leading at three quarter time in eleven of sixteen games and losing many of them. See, that's cool. Has completely ruined our season. Now, I, I also haven't fact checked this, but you know the faithful know what they're talking about. I think there's a degree of confidence in there. Way beyond, uh, sorry, has completely ruined our season. Way beyond what the injuries have done. Dropping those close ones against GWS, Port Frio, Geelong. That we should have won have put us bottom four when we could have been vying for a top four spot, even while playing ordinary footy and having no back line or forward line for half the season. Now, just that start, 11 out of 16 games, mm. leading at three-quarter time. So this, this speaks to the narrative that we're, that we're pushing here. It's actually not that far away from clicking. No, it's not. It's actually not. No, it's not. There's no question that we see it in glimpses throughout the game. And when we click, 
We just... We it look looks so great. good. We look unstoppable. Dare I say it, our best is the best in the competition. It is. But the... This is this is where I come back to you know what I said earlier. It we just never it feels like we never got a chance to get going. Yeah, things weren't right. Like it, let's let's pretend that like without the injuries, um, we have a couple of tough games early in the season against um, the likes of you know the D's and whatnot. You iron out a few of those issues, or the port, and then there's obviously the port game that we dropped. You iron out a few of those issues before some of those key injuries come in, and maybe maybe it's a it's a different story for the year. This is where I think the injuries impacted us the most, with a bit of hindsight. It's not so much it's it's not just that we lost key personnel, but I think that there it was were a already it was the time yeah. there were already glaring issues that have been spoken about time and time again on this pod that we needed to get right, and without without having the consistency of our side and the maturity of, of our leaders in the in the side with, you know, Mills going out, Rampy going out. It's very difficult to very difficult to get this um not having right. not having Chad the last couple of weeks has has impacted. Not just that, it's killed my fantasy too. <laughs> Absolutely killed me. Have you have you got Errol in there? No, I missed him. We're in the we're we're in the draft. Yeah, right. So, um, Errol, he's a beast. He went. He went. He went early. Yeah, but, I, I can um, imagine. Mate, his season has just been electric. Him, mate, and him, the future on this kid is man, just unbelievable. Him, Rowie, Campbell. No one talks about Rowie. No, I'm bloody you, jack of yeah, it. Yeah, I'm jack of he's it. He's min. He's a freak. He just loves the contest. He's so hard nosed. Cat's head. Cat's head. And you know what? It's because of Rowie that Chad is out there, you know, winning away from packs. Winning, winning the ball on the outside, for sure. Mate, the guy is a superstar. Yeah. And he just works. Buys into all that stuff. Like, I just love him. I bloody love him. I'm this close to buying his badge. <laughs> Which is how you know I love someone, Mads. Who's badge? <laughs> Who's badge? I bought Braden Campbell's badge on Thursday night, actually. Solid, solid. Um, I haven't bought a badge for a while, but the last one I picked up was towards the end of last year, which was Robbie Fox. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Nice. He's had a couple of weeks. He'd probably rather forget, but um, still um, back in. Why, why do they persist in pushing him forward? Yeah, I don't get it either. It's, it's bizarre. To be it's honest, like you've you got a guy, you got a guy who, again, journeyman, late entry into the league, found his niche. Mm-hmm. Let's just throw him forward. <laughs> Let's just keep everyone on their toes, including Robbie yeah. Fox. <laughs> Let's give Robbie Fox the ball with a minute and a half to go against Geelong. Put him under immense pressure in a situation that he hasn't been in for years. How did that go? Never mind Bizarre. how it went. Never mind how it went. There's look, there's probably a couple of um a couple of coaching decisions more recently that yeah, I just look at it and I'm like, oh, God, why are we doing that? Why are we doing that uh, when, yeah. when, when we're basically back to a full strength And, and see, this is the thing. There's no excuses now, right? No, there's not. There's no excuses. Really so not. it's, yeah, it's, there's some, oh, man. There's some things that have happened, which, yeah, anyway. Look, but look. We could, you, you could, honestly, you could unpack that in a pot of but, its own. Yeah. But, but hey, Benny, we're in a, we're in a situation now where 
we can close the door on finals and we can just give the rest of the year a real crack and ruin some other team's chances at finals. Mm. And we can bask in how bright the future is. And I genuinely is. believe oh. it is so bright with the young talent we've got. And, and the key for us is you just have to add a couple of weapons and, and we're back there. I want to throw this in uh, into the circle, mate. I am not questioning. I'm not when I say when I put this out there. I'm not questioning. Here the we culture, go. I'm not questioning the culture of the club. Um, but I definitely think that there is an element of the of all these young kids starting to gel. They need to gel together a little bit and, and just galvanise. That's. I, I think a little bit of you know some of these frustrated like you know. Missing that last target going inside, missing the quick handball, you know, decision going into the middle at the wrong time of the ground, things like that. I reckon as as these kids continue to play a bit more footy together, that's those sorts of issues are actually obviously they're going to go from being errors to being spectacular link up, and it's going to result in like a certain goal for us. Well, this is the thing, right? That all comes from experience. 100%. 100%. And we've seen a key example of this is Nick Blakey. When we were doing the pod back at bloody Chapel Street, or even, was he there? Yeah, no, in Chapel Street. You know, we'd, we had grave concerns over his disposal. Grave mm. concerns. And all it's taken is, you know, a couple of years, and he's one of the most dangerous weapons that we have. It, it all just comes with experience. He's one of the few blokes on our list that actually gets talked about in the yeah, media yeah. <laughs> now. But, Everyone's but, noticed. Everyone, he's, he started dashing off the half-back line. And everyone loves the story, too, about how, you know, he's going to be a midfielder, da da da, da And now he's, well, he's, he's going to be a forward. given a role. He was going to be a forward. Well, we, you know, he played his entire, like it, like pretty much every AFL player. <laughs> Current AFL player came up in the midfield. Um, but, yeah, we were gonna, he was going to go forward. and But give him a role and look what happens. But this is the thing. You just need a little bit of time and that's okay. And we, we've, again, it's been well documented. We barely had an injury last year. Yeah. And yeah. that is the big difference. You have to, you when your depth gets stretched, yeah. that's, the, that's what shows you how good a team is. And we just don't have, and, and it, it speaks to the fact that we're a young side still. Yeah. And so that's fine. So this is my point. Do not jump off. We are not going into a rebuild, as much as I may joke about it. (laughs) We are not going into a rebuild. We will be back. One person I do want to mention is Tom Papley. Because since Gather Round, he has not fired a shot. Stinker. Absolute stinker. Eh. I I really don't know where to go, what to say with Paps. I, I think... He just, you're not even, you're not even seeing the defensive, the defensive work. And I think with, it was typified, like his season was typified or that stretch you're talking about between gather round and, um, and, and the Richmond game on Thursday, when he read that ball off the pack, that was unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. But couldn't get the snap to work. Now he's just, is he? He's clearly low on confidence. 
What do yeah, you do? it's yeah. What do you do? And and look, our ladder position is completely indicative of where we're at. The three teams below us are Hawthorne, North Melbourne, and West Coast. North Melbourne, who we beat by default, essentially. Yeah. yeah. We've beaten Carlton above us and Richmond above us. Should and go- beaten Richmond well, again. Gold Coast is Gold Coast is bloody above us now as well. Yeah, so you know, at the end of the day, I this way I'll, I'll ream home the point again. We're going to be fine. It's going to be good. Yeah, looking forward, it's going to be great. But like you say, I think we need to we need to focus on using this time ahead of us. Yep. Critical. And I just, yeah, I don't know how it comes together. I reckon, I reckon I, I, Bud, go, Bud goes free range. Got to put him on the, got to put him on the wing. No chance. Got to do it. No chance. Got to do happening. it, mate. Yeah, do it. Why? I know you Why do, it, but it's, it's not. It's just, it's just not. It's just not. You know it. Put him out to pasture. <laughs> Let him lay a couple of tackles. Take, take the leash off. No, seriously. He take the leash a, off. He hasn't had a leash on for bloody nine years, mate. You know, reality with um, you know, with McDonald, and a lot, a lot's getting talked about at the moment about the influence that Bud has had and uh, on on McDonald and being a role model and things like that. And he's, I'm sure he's one of the reasons why. That was a good little article, wasn't it? It was great. Um, I'm, sure, I'm absolutely positive it's one of the reasons why McDonald is coming along as well as he is. But the reality is they can't share a four-line no, four together. They just can't. Um, Logan was a non-factor. Yeah, yeah he was. And it, But it's the same story every time... Every time they play, like, you know, he's lucky to get the scraps. It's, it, plus we really They talk, can't but, help but kick it to Bud, can they? Yeah, I know. But, and this is where <laughs> I don't play, I don't play at that level. I have never played on a ground <laughs> with Buddy. <laughs> but I've got to say, if I had a, a Titan of the game <laughs> calling for the ball, I'd be scared not it's to. Hard. It's hard. I'd be scared not to. Yeah. And the other thing is, and like when he, you know, when we needed him, he was calling for the ball. He's going, give it to me. I'll bloody win this game for us. Yeah, he's a competitor. He's a competitor. Like, at his heart, he is a competitive beast. And yeah. he wants to He wants to be the guy who goes, this is me. I'll get it done. Yeah. And it's father time is a very, very cruel mistress, isn't it? <laughs> It, it just because yeah, your head's saying, yep, I can do this. I'm the best. Your body says, no, nah, nah, you're don't. kicking the belly of this football, Lance. I'll tell you what, look, also from the uh, from ground level standing room, I'm about as far away <laughs> as you can get from that pocket. But Jesus didn't look like he got his five metres. No. They were on him in, a, in about two seconds. The, the, uh, the depth perception from that position is... Uh, Challenging, yeah, correct. Um, however, um, you know when you when you've got a guy with the talent of Logan McDonald, he's got to own the forward line for I, the net for the rest of. This. I just feel like Buddy could have been used as the perfect decoy for the last like year. Yeah, yeah. You know, the dummy. Oh well, alas, alas. Uh, we look. I mean, as I said, you know the. The players have played well. We we know who played well. We know that Errol and Braden and Blakey and Rowie and Sheldrick, they're all building phenomenally. It was good to have Tom McCartan back. We should definitely touch on Brilliant that. Brilliant to have Tom So back. good to have Tom so McCartan good. back. 
um, because he has been sorely missed and I would love to understand what the last uh, period that he's been off the field consisted of because it, it baffles me. Mm. Um, and I mean, I had a mate, a mate of mine, got absolutely cleaned up by a car last week in Sydney. Absolutely cleaned up. Heavily concussed. And he, I saw him the day after he flew down to Melbourne and he goes, I kind of get what they go through. Because mm. he said it's just arduous. Just with just with the one concussion. Yeah. Just operating in normal life. You're tired. Yeah. You can't think. You can't concentrate. So imagine how awful. imagine how Patty must feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's cooked, man. Well, first of all, I'm terribly sorry to hear that about your friend. Oh, no, okay. he's fine. He's, um, he's a tough guy. He's actually almost, unfortunately, he's a Pies supporter, and he's almost leading the footy tipping. Oh, there you go. Which is not good because he's a Pies supporter and it's the True Bloods footy tipping. Yeah, well, look, I'm going to leave that alone, but as I said, hope he... You know, <laughs> yes, no, he, he's fine. <laughs> he's good. With his recovery. He's good. Um, but yeah, look, there's. Yeah, I'd say I could, I could talk for a while about the concussion thing in the AFL. I think it's very, it's it's not about to get any better. And yeah, anyway, leaving leaving that to one but side. It's it was so good to have Tom. Back. It was so good, and he was he was just out there just working, just working. I found it um, interesting to see him sort of floating up the forward half of the wing too, mm. um, which, I, to be honest, I don't mind. I've got no problem with that. It's where he started too. Yeah, correct. You know, so long as it's like a temporary thing and he's sort of dragging someone with him, I'm okay with it. But, um, especially, you know, look, to be honest, it was Vlosten that killed us in the third turn. Mm. Vlosten absolutely just punished us. I'll tell you one one last thing. Can we just... Lock Mills into the midfield and throw away the key, please. Like I'm really sick of seeing him go back behind the play. It's kind of indicative of when we feel like we are losing control of the game. It's exactly that, and I said this to a you know a mate of mine who's a Tiger supporter. I said, you know how, you know the the, the number one confidence you should take from what's happening right now. Mills is going back behind the ball. And it's the third quarter. We should still be out there trying to win this game, but we're out there trying not to lose it now. That's the mindset. We have. That's been. We've been going twenty nine minutes, so this will this will be sort of the last point. But I have noticed, and maybe this is indicative of a young list, but we do panic. Yeah, we, we panic do. before we need to panic. Yeah, I. I, I that moves in the, That that moves in the coach's box, though. Oh, that this this. Yeah, I know, but I I do I I agree in principle with what you're saying. Like just speaking generally across the season, we have, and I think there's also been another element, um, like the Geelong game that was the that that was so evident. Yeah, yeah so totally. evident. I think um, there's also, and this is this comes back to my point about you know these young blokes like galvanising. I I don't think that there's. I think there are demons this year from from what happened in the grand final. Have to but be. They, but as the team galvanises, as I say, like that that they'll work through that. Um, but there's, I've noticed at times that like it's 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 as though that they're they're trying too hard to prove a point. So on the one hand, yes, they get very panicky, but at other times you see him just a little too. Got to be a balance. Overzealous. Yep. Got to be a balance. Yeah. 
Got to find something in the middle. Well, look, that has been comprehensive. We will be back with everyone's favourite, the social seg, Benny. And don't we love this is, the social engagement? This is, this is why I'm here, Mads. <laughs> this is why I'm here. We'll be back. Now, Mads, you know what makes a house a home? What makes a house a home, The dude? back garden. The back garden. Now, if you need anything done in your back garden, Mads, you hit up Pat Clark at Dingo Landscapes and Designs on 0408485397 and speak to Pat and he can sort you out for anything you need. Even if you need a job, he's hiring first, second, third year apprentices. Hit up Pat, he can sort you out. Dingo Landscapes, hit him up on your Instagrams and get your garden sorted. Welcome back to True Bloods. Benny, welcome back to the social seg. Always good to be here. How good. I've, I cannot, I honestly, this is the reason I come back. I just can't wait to get into this. Yeah, it's it's been, it's been hearing from the faithful. We love hearing from the faithful, especially in tough times. Stick fat. You know, send a message. If you wake up 2am, you can't figure out why Robbie Fox is in the forward line, just send us a voice message. We'll get back to you. Or maybe we won't, but at least you've gotten it off your chest. It's the catharsis. Yeah, correct. It's the catharsis. That's why we're all here. Yeah, exactly. Now, the social sync, Ben, I don't know if, you know, these days we, we have sponsors. I tuned in last week, Matt. Thomas Wines in the Hunter Valley. Tomo, big, big, big member of the faithful, right? And if you haven't heard... They are awarded Hunter Valley Winemaker of the Year at the recent Hunter Valley Legends Awards, Benny. So we know we know we're talking about the the, uh, the big dogs. They are the big dogs. They are the big dogs, specialising in Semillon, Shiraz. They've got the James Halliday Five Red Star producer for the last fifteen years. And what they're even doing is they're providing a fifteen percent discount exclusively for the faithful for any orders placed at their website thomaswines.com.au That's too easy, Mads. Hunter Valley Semillon, Australia's gift to the wine world. Don't know if you know that. That's what I hear. Mm, mm. And we've actually got some some wine sent to us, so once Stable is back and ready to go, we'll be tasting that. Yeah, we'll pop so, some of those and charge a glass. Absolutely. absolutely. Now, the coupon code, just again, is TRUEBLOODS at the checkout. Oh, look at this. couple of magnums, too. Yeah, well, they're no, good. I know, I know what I'm going for. You get, go on the Instagram, Tomo. There's some there's some good content on there. He's he's, he's running running a very very tight ship up there in the Hunter Valley. Beaut. Now, did you have the uh, ask the faithful question there, Benny? I do. Well, here we are, bottom four. Just hasn't been our year. What do you want to see from the boys for the rest of the 2023 season? Is there someone that's been overlooked that you want to see get more game time? Best answers to be featured on the potty. There's so much I want to see, Matt, <laughs> including the responses from the faithful. Well, let's uh, let's crack into it. I want to see. We've got Ryan Dunlop. Get back to last year's form and win every game from here and make it to eighth. Then for Paddy to come back and Bud to kick 50 goals for the finals for us to become the first Premier from eighth position can always hope. Well, geez, you can always hope. But, I mean, look, I, in terms of the first part of that, because I know we're so close to clicking, it's possible that we get on a run. But I just feel it's too little too late for mine. 
Well, we have talked about this time and time again on this podcast over the years. You need your future to be in your hands, to be in your control. You don't want to be sitting there praying that Adelaide knocks off the Tigers by max by minimum 36 points in the last game of the season. Can't have that. Can't have it. Can't have it. I've got Karen Catra here as well on the Fussa book. Four-quarter tenacity and grit and accurate kicking for goals. My, quote-unquote, chewy on your boot has been working overtime for the other teams, but there must be someone out there doing a better job on the Swans. It's true. Their kicking's mm. been bloody atrocious. Thank you, Karen. Execution, full stop. Yeah. We've said it time and time again. Uh, over on the Instagram, I've got Evan Shuppen. And he says, simply must keep getting midfield minutes into Gus the Bus, Sheldrick. Correct. 100%. I've got Sean Johnson. This is an interesting one. I would like to see Will Gould play with Francis omitted. Gould clearly excels at VFL. But I'd like to see him give him more opportunities in the seniors to see if he can impact at AFL level too. I would put to you, Sean, that we've seen him at AFL level and we've seen him not really have the impact required at AFL level. For mine, Benny. For yours, Mads. Don't you think? Yeah, look. Just hasn't cut through, has he? No, he's very slow. Very slow. It's a... I'm not going to put a line through him. No. I'm not going to put a line through him, but... I mean, you could just about count on, on your hand about five, five, six blokes probably come in. Yep. Ahead of them. Yeah. And Maybe not five or six, but there's there's players I'm picking before. We don't have the depth of five or six. If we had five <laughs> or six, we'd be, we'd be okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, I... Maybe there's a spot. I'm not. I'm not sure. All I know is there's going to be big changes this off season. Big God, changes. God, I hope so. Yeah. God, I hope I see it. You know, it's the sort of thing I hope to see it, but I won't be surprised if it doesn't happen. And I'll just, you know, shake my head in despair like I always do, and show up again next season. I got John O'Didonato over on the uh, over on the Instagrams for mine. For yours, John O. Heaps of midfield time for Gus. Build forward, more forward line continuity between Logan and Amati. Give Buddy an absolute ripping send-off when we play the D's last home game at the SCG and really start building for 2024. Tick for mine. I believe our premiership window is well open oh. with one or two key signings in the offseason, key defender and potentially a Ruckman. The Bloods will be back and better than ever in 2024. Stick fat faithful. Good things are coming. Amen. It's true. It's the premiership true. window, there, there are all sorts, like, seriously, it is wide open. Yeah. Wide absolutely. open. After seeing what we did last year, you can't, you can't say it was a fluke. Like, the reality is, we just, we fit, we started the grand final the same way we finished that Collingwood game, and that's the, that's really the only knock you've got on it. Correct. Right? Like the reality is the talent's there. When it clicks, we know that it works and it's very difficult to, to beat. It's difficult to shut down as a team. Um, we're, we're well and truly in our premiership window. I would probably just say that if it's, it's if anything, it's opened early, earlier than we probably would have expected. For sure. For sure. We got mods, uh, a voice recording. Oh, mods. 
Oh, faithful. That was hard work. Bloody tough. Nankervis hit. Jeez, I don't know if three weeks is enough for that. Changed the course of the game. We're still in it. No, we're not. We still got a chance. It's still mathematically possible. Well, yes. I'm looking forward to the next few weeks. I think we're going to end up in the eight, and I think we're going to give it a shake. Mods is manifesting. I'm staying positive, faithful. No, you have to. Up the potty. Up the bloods. You have to stay positive. You have to. And without that, Mads, you what else nothing. do you have? You've got nothing. You've got nothing. Nothing. But you, it's also okay to be realistic. A bit like, I think that's that's probably the sentiment that we share. Well, what, what would we what would we look like if we jumped on? We're like, right, uh, all good, done. We're, we're marching on to the finals. It's like, come on. Come on. I think, you, I think you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Well, you, know, you are. So we, we, you we, are. We, we probably, we probably oh, look like clowns every, mate, day, every if, weekend. <laughs> If we if we make the finals from here, you can you can hang it on me all you want for saying that. Hang it on me all you want. I'll still be bloody thrilled. I'll be thrilled. But I'll also be saying we got in on a mathematical chance. <laughs> <laughs> we got in because Adelaide beat the Tigers by thirty five points. <laughs> We've got a good one here. Ali Habak. Ali Habak. He is back. Two from two. Let's go. For me, for mine, 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 triplets. I would love to see the Swans in the draft pick get Leah Barrison and Brett Kirkson and Barras from West Coast Eagles come to our club and get maybe one from GWS, Himmenberg, and Denoing. For me, for mine, for mine. Because aren't you sick and tired, True Bloods and the True Bloods fans of all the hurt, the pain and torment that other Australian Football League teams give us? Isn't it about time we give it back to the other Australian Football League teams, True Bloods fans? I'm just being honest. We need tall, hungry players in the forward line, middle line. Who want to win a lot of trophies and be a dancer team? For mine, for, for mine, yours. for mine, Debs and Matt, for mine, for yours. <laughs> Good on you, Ali. Um, Tom Barras, big one. Yeah, yeah, I'd big love, one. I'd, I'd love him. Barras and Himmelberg him. is good. <sighs> Probably don't we'll need be, them both. We'll be, yeah, don't need them both. But you'll be lucky to get either of them. I think. Um, we're, 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 we are an attractive proposition. Though. We are, especially for Himmelberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stay in Sydney, etc. Especially et for Himmelberg. I have when I've brought this up with other Swans fans, and I'll be the first to admit I don't know enough about where we're at cap wise. And yes, Buddy's going to retire at the end of the year, but that deal's kind of I think that's he's gone, on, and yeah, he's, he's on, on like six hundred, right? Yeah. So, but does Himmelberg? Potent, does competition drive up his price a bit too much? That's something I that I probably wouldn't want Himmelberg on like a Sam Reid deal. We always have a marquee player. Now is Himmelberg that marquee player? Don't probably know, not. but he's pretty solid. He's gone. And, and I he's, love him. And he's I, a I swing man. He's a swing man. Yeah, he's an effective one too. Sam Reid's done. Yeah, yeah, he's gone. Has to be. 
someone actually has to step in. But he next he, year when he says someone has to step in when he says I'm good to go <laughs> again. Someone has to be like, no, actually, Sam, Sam, <laughs> Sam we've been <laughs> Sam. Thank you for your service. We've been through this. <laughs> we talked. I say about that, it. I, I know I joke about it. I say it with the greatest of respect. He's uh, there's look what we did last year wouldn't have happened without him, and that was a, a, a reinventing of his of his career. He's always had. He's been a great journeyman, a great clubman, but he's just not. We can't persist with, he's with not, him anymore. Look, he can't take he can't take game time away no, from Doss and Amati. No, and he's not going to be a part of our next flag, right? Mm. We have On to the next. Be, we have to be clear about that. Uh, we got uh, Darren Hill. G'day, fellas. It's uh, Dazza from the Gold Coast here, and um, this is a place where we where we put the knife into a into a coach just quietly. Just happened today. Stewie Dew gone. Maybe he'll. Come back in as an assistant for the Swannies. But listen. Right, that. This season, a couple of things. One, I, I genuinely believe we're going to have a fast recovery and be back up competing next year. A number of factors that you look at. We've been quite competitive in most games this year. There hasn't been too many big thrashings other than the debacle against Geelong. Uh, look, we, we, um, we've led a lot of contests until late. And we've had this horrific injury toll. Uh, which most teams would really crumble under. And so a few key uh, troops back in. Uh, look, we've got a good stable system and a great culture. We know that stuff. So, uh, and, of course, if we can kick the damn ball through the big sticks, look out next year. We'll, we'll be back. Have faith. Up the potty. Up the bloods. On your dazza. On your daz. Well, it's, he's e- echoing everything that we've said, right? Because yeah. it's it's really not something There's this two ways you can look at it you can be down in the dumps about the situation that we're in or you you just got to look at the future it's it's gonna click yeah maybe it's not this year but it's gonna click you just gotta have have some perspective like i'm the worst person that should be i'm the last person who should be saying that to anyone but uh from a football perspective but when you take in as you say the big picture it's it's exciting it's bloody it's bloody good yeah, it's bloody, bloody oath. good. Bloody oath. Bloody oath. Derek Trotter. G'day, True Bloods. Ross from Gippsland here. Oh, Ross. Um, yeah, I just want to talk about, the, I guess, our season as a whole and in particular even what was highlighted on Thursday night. You know, I think the reality is, you know, we are where we are because of, you know, the, the way we've been performing. I think there's been a lot of mitigating factors in terms of in personnel, etc. But the reality is in the big moments, in the big games this season, we just have not had enough to get going. You know, if you look at our wins leading into the... I guess that game on Thursday night, effectively the highest position that we'd beaten and before that game was 14. So a bit of a reality check, I think. I think the other thing for me, though, is I just want to see is get back to that true bloods, never give up. You know, they go in the fifth gear, we got a sixth gear type mentality. Too often we've lost too many games this year by, you know, a team just coming a little bit harder in that last quarter. You know, GWS and Port Adelaide come to mind straight away. I really want to see us get back to that. You know, they go up a gear, we'll stay with them and get back to that Bloods culture. And in particular, we're gonna we're not going to back down. A good example of that was uh, the Nine Curvis bump on Lloyd. Not one Sydney player went to him. I mean, come oh, on, Sydney. Killed me. We're so much better than that. And um, we've got an absolute loyal servant lying on the ground and, and the MCG. Get stuck in there. I have no doubt that, you know, a few years ago that would not be the case. So love the talent, love the way we move the ball, but let's get back to that Bloods footy, boys, eh? Let's get stuck in. I, um, it I, all comes back, Mads, to this galvanising of the group. I, I, I believe that those those principles and those behaviours are there. 
But as as they build more as a group, you'll start to see that. But that he's right to call it out, and every single For sure. every single supporter is right to call out that Lloyd was just lying there on the deck, lifeless, and the yeah. game went on around them, and no one noticed. For sure. And and what what I will say is it was play on. It was play afterwards, on. correct. And so it it makes it hard, and in the heat of the moment, perhaps you can you can miss it. But it's not what you want to see, and it's it's not what we are so proud. We we're constantly so proud of that character trait in our football club, sort of having each other's back all the time, no matter what. And you you don't want to see things like that. It was um, who else was it in the Collingwood game? Ryan Clark, yeah. Ryan Clark was getting stuck into by four pies after Nick Davis had a hand in that goal. Not, Nick I believe. Yeah. I believe Hayden McLean was tying his shoe next to them. Yeah, no, it's, I know. it's not there's good. Been, there's just been moments. Yes, moments because there's you know I've seen one one bloke on the bottom of a contest get helped up by three guys too. Like, yeah, it's not. No, as though it's it, not happening. It's not right? exactly. It's just it's these moments where you got to get like. Where it, where it counts. So, Nank, in this instance, and as you say, it was play on, but Nankervis has just, <laughs> in pretty foul fashion... Concussed Jake put, Lloyd. Put one of, our, one of our best users and a clubman on his ass, and it, it just basically seemed to get missed. Yep. Not not try- I'm not trying to say someone should then just run past the ball and take out Nank, but I, I at am. least get someone over to him. Yeah. No, no, I'm saying like in the in the middle of that play, like, you know, don't then forget about the ball, run past it and just go and where it turns into a turnover and a goal. Well, right? it did. It was exactly. a goal. But we need to, you've still got to get to, someone's got to get to you it. You have to. That I mean, that's footy one-on-one. Yeah. You look after your mates. Anyway. It's not, it's not what you want to see, but no, fair, fair for calling it out. And well done, Ross. You're always very astute Mate, when very it comes astute. to those sort of yeah, things. Always, I always look forward to Ross's voice notes. Now, Michael Saunders has sent a six-minute voice note there, so thank you very much. Unfortunately, we won't be able to get that on, Mickey. I'm sorry. You've just gone over the one-minute threshold. Uh, we have got Scalesy, though. Gone over. Boys, True Blood, Scalesy here. Um, I had a quick look at the VFL before the game last uh, Thursday and I, I actually forgot about Matt Roberts. I actually thought he was pretty handy in the middle, so I'd love to see him come back in for the rest of the season because he's over that injury. Um, but just a shout-out to uh, um, Horse. I didn't realise it's his 300th game this week, but listen, I thought three years ago, like a lot of people, I thought his time was up. But I just think the consistency and just the continuity on the club and what he's brought and... But for him to actually, he basically unleashed about the red card on the week on about Nan Curvis with a bit of a dodgy uh, hip and shoulder, not even hip and shoulder, hit him, hit Lloyd in the head. Anyway, um, oh, the beanie's an absolute ripper as well. Kept my head uh, nice and warm on Thursday night. So up the boys, up the potty, up the bloods. Let's do the dogs this Thursday night. On your scalesy. scalesy. And uh, what we'll do is we'll finish off with Jake Colin Maguire. G'day, everyone. Jake here from Burnside Heights. I'll tell you what I want to see. I want to see a grand fucking final win. That's what I want. And we have the list to do it. 
but I want to see some four-quarter efforts, some damage in disposals, scoreboard impact, a little bit of fucking, I don't know, everything. I would actually just love to see the, the, the swans run out wearing True Bloods merchandise. That'd be fucking epic. <laughs> but we have the list. We can do it. Up the putty. It's true. Thank you, Jakey. Oh, you, Jakey. Thank you, Jakey. Um, speaking, of, speaking of which, we do actually have, and this is something that people have called us out for, right? We don't talk about the VFL enough, Benny. And cats. Loyal, faithful member has actually uh, done a little VFL report. So thank you, Cats. Really appreciate it. So it was Richmond defeated by the Sydney Swans. Six, though Richmond was 67, Swannies 88 at Punt Road before the game on Thursday, which was great. A fantastic win at Punt Road Oval that showed significant signs of improvement, cohesion, and taking the win with a strong last quarter to finish the game after being behind at three-quarter time. The inclusion of AFL-listed players such as Clark and Wicks enabled stability throughout the ground, and the strongest performances applied by Stevens, Wicks, Rankin, McAndrew, and Hall Kahan. Dill had 31, Ryan Clark had 33 and a goal. Wixie kicked four and had 24. It's a good game from Wixie. Banging down the door. Corey Warner had 28. Matty Roberts had 15. Good to hear about Matty Roberts. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. And we're against uh, Footscray next on Friday at 12.05 p.m. at Moore Park, Tramway Oval. Well, there you go. If Very I was good. in Sydney, I'd get down to the Absolutely. Day, but, um, got Friday. Of, got, got a bit of time on my hands these days, mate. Yeah, so, you do. Mate, but, maybe um, get up for it, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, get up for it. In a tragic, in a tragic curse, my final day was the Friday that we played the Cats. Yeah, right. Could have been there. My voice could have been the difference. Could have been. Maybe I'm just... Would have been. Maybe I'm... Yeah. Just pumping up my own tyres. But yeah, look, I mean, thank you, all of the faithful, and thank you, Thomas Wines, for sponsoring the social seg. Stick by faithful. We'll be okay. We'll be back with the preview of our game against Footscray next week. You know, Debel, I wasn't much of a dog person until I met my dog, Leo. He's a good boy, Leo. He's a good boy. You know where I leave him when I go to where work? Where do you leave him, Mads? I leave him in the capable hands of Matt Donnelly at Man's Best Friend, Melbourne. He specialises in dog walking around the Stonington Council area, on lead only, small groups, uh, dog sitting overnight, and he also does puppy training one-on-one, Debel. Well, you find Matt Donnelly at Man's Best Friend Melbourne on your Instagrams, Mads, and he's on your Facebooks as well. So hit up Matty and he'll get you sorted. Jeez, I think Leo could do it with a bit of that one-on-one training, Debel. Mention the pod and book any service and get a swan's dog tag engraved. How good is that? Welcome back to True Bloods. Thank you for everyone who contributed to the social engagement. We have a game, Ben, against Footscray on Thursday night. Another Thursday night game. Yeah. 7.20 at the SCG. Another Thursday night game. This is the uh, the fixture, albeit a bit later in the season, that kick-started our run last year, Mads. Big time. We came, came off time. that that absolutely pitiful performance against the Bombers, and we annihilated the Dogs with one of the most comprehensive four-quarter performances it, I've ever seen from our It really line. was, wasn't it? Killed them, mate. Killed them. It was brilliant. So... Are we uh, sitting down with um, one of Tomo's finest, 
Absolutely. If it gets here in time, hopefully I can get some express shipping. Uh, and I'll be hope, hoping to watch uh, something a bit similar to what I saw last year. Yeah, well, by all means. And <sighs> dogs are a funny one, aren't they? They really took it up to Collingwood last week. I noticed by, well, the man who uh, I gave a lot of shtick to in his first game, Jamari Eugle Hagen, is a very, turning into quite a handy footballer. Yeah. Quite a handy footballer. Their forward line, in fact, is quite potent when you throw in Norton as well. Love Norto. Yeah, he'd, Love be, him. he'd look good in red and white, wouldn't yeah, he? He'd look bloody good. The locks, so good. The headband. Anyway, uh, leaving that to one side, there's no question Eugle Hagen is an outstanding talent. Super skillful, very smart, gets into good areas, and like he's got the athleticism. He's got the athleticism that goes with it. It's kind of not going to compare him to Bud, but it's similar in that way. Like and early on in his days, like Darcy Moore, number one shutdown fullback in the comp at the moment, mm. basically had no answer for him. Yep, he was he was so dangerous, and it might have been a different result if he had have gone back in the third quarter and kicked some of those. He had three or four looks at it, and. He was hot. Yeah, if he converted. He was hot. They, they kept going to him. They kept going to him. Different story if he converts. Anyway, um, yeah, they are potent. Um, Cody Waitman, um, he's coming He's coming into form. Can't stand him. but Yeah, can't stand him. But he, he has, He's he, on like Ryan Crowley levels. Yeah, Just but I think, I think people, some people think about him, about Papley, like we think about him. Oh, of course, absolutely. Probably, you know, probably love him. If oh, abs- fan. absolutely. Absolutely. I, who, who goes to Jamara? Because you're probably, do you stick Tom McCartan on Norton? Yes. Or and do, and does Rampy go Rampy. to Rampy goes to Jamara? And I think. <laughs> I say that with, you know, almost a bit of hesitation. Trepidation. With some trepidation because, you know, four years ago, perfect role for Rampy because that's what Rampy was. Yeah. He's not, he's not really the athletic, uh, the athletic fullback that he was. No. Like, like he was definitely more suited to covering that style of player. For sure. A a while back. But to be honest, I don't. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head like where I go, bang, that's the matchup yeah. we've got for a player like that. Yeah. I think See if we had Paddy down there as well, it'd be it'd be handy. You could you could structure the forward line a little bit different. Stick you know, Paddy could just be in the hole in front, take mm. intercepts all night. It's gotta be a real one on one situation now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've got we've got to force them to put it on to put it on heads. Yep. Um, you know, as I was saying, he was so dangerous on the lead. Last last mm. week, and ideally, you've got someone who can just kind of drop into the hole a little bit and really force his leads out to the boundaries. Really make it tough for him, make him earn them. If he's going to go back and try and kick set shots, you've got to have yeah, you've got to have it from gotta, on the boundary. Yeah, got to push him wide um, because yeah, we don't have uh, not many clubs really do have you know the athletic fullback that's just going to run with him all day and chase him down. Yeah. And so you'd think Darcy Moore is the perfect player yeah. for that, but he, Jamara had his number in the yeah. first half for sure. And the third quarter. Yep. Bailey Smith has been playing a lot more forward. Yeah. And 
Probably hasn't been in the best form, but someone certainly to keep an eye on. Always. I mean, you, he he was so damaging last year, kind of in a lot of ways, because he took the competition sort of by surprise. Yep. And, you know, you, you're you shutting down Bont, you're shutting down McRae, you're shutting down Libertore. How many, how many shutdown roles can you have, right? So he was able to be pretty damaging, but there's no question he's getting some closer attention this year. And Libba's having a bloody good season as well. And, you know, almost going to feel for him because this is our, this is like our areas. No one's talking about him. Yeah. But he's smashing it. He is absolutely killing it this year. Heart and soul of that football club. Yeah. But he's just, his performances are unbelievable. But the thing is, you know, Bont's also playing pretty well. So yeah. everyone then just goes, oh, Bont. <laughs> do you just go head to head? Yeah, yeah, you do. In the midfield? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And you'd say to, I'd, I'd be okay to throw, to say to Gus, like, go line up next to Liver and learn a thing or two. Yeah, for sure. Just that, yes, stand not, next to him at every contest. Not a bad call. Um, otherwise, I think it's Robottom. You say, say basically the same thing to Robottom. You say anytime that bloke even puts his head near the ball, you just tackle All him. All over him. Just tackle him. <laughs> Would you, what I want to see is manic forward pressure, manic well manic pressure around the ground. Just going back to the midfield, I'd, I'd like to see Isaac Kenny stand next to Bond as well. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if that's going to happen because he kicked three goals last week. I think Horse will plot him will. forward. Of course he will, but any. Interest of you know wish lists. Oh yeah, for sure. Season. Oh, that'd be great. That'd like, be great. This, we're talking about a guy who came out of his mother a midfielder. Is it's not an experiment, right? You can't call it a forward line experiment. But maybe it's time to just put that to bed once and for yeah, all. Yeah, but he's an all Australian forward, Benny. Was an all Australian forward, well, but, and now, but but okay. So I'm not saying like, but what I'm not saying that he can't be forward. Like the reality of our midfield is like there's going to be high rotation through there for anyway, sure. right? Why why can't we have him in the midfield more than he is currently, and then have him rest forward because that's where he can be most damaging. That's where Dusty was most damaging, right? Dusty dominated in the midfield, and then he went forward. And no one could go with him. And I, I just feel like Heaney is just playing so cold. There, there has been, though. All year. Yes, he kicks three goals. But let's yeah. face it, like, two of them were bloody easy acts. Yeah, he for was sure. sitting in the goal square. For sure. But there has been games where he's been in the midfield that has... They're, 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 it's hard with Haynes at the moment. When you're out of form that much, and he and he has been this year, because mm, there's been games where you know they're, they're sort of I forget which game it was, but they're like, "Yep, it's Heaney guts now." He had an absolutely stellar game in the guts. I, I, it was it was uh, the Blues. It was the Blues he, he, game. He yeah, smashed. it was the Blues game. I was there. Blues. That's why. Um, he went berserk, and you know, he just the the lack of consistency in the form. It just It'd yeah. be hard to place tough, him, but I, mate, tough, I'm, I'm tough year, tough I'm, year. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying, year. that's why I'm saying, put him in the guts, and yeah, he'll rotate through it. I, I get that, but make him a midfielder for the rest of the season. I'd love it. He's a big body. I'd love it. <laughs> we keep I'd talking. It, yeah. We keep crying and, out and for a big is, body. And this is the thing because he's got 
probably one of the more similar frames to JPK. Yeah, totally, absolutely. But like you know, you can't, I come back to your point about form, and you know, he struggled to to pull it together, and we've seen the glimpses and that goal that he kicked against the times where he just pushed everyone off and snapped it. Same with the bloody goal around uh, against Frio when he just forced it and said, "I'm kicking this bloody goal." The, those like the, the brilliance is there, it's there, and you can see he's he's. We all obviously we all know he's capable, but you can see like he's working, he's trying. Yeah, he always works. But like, it's easier to play yourself into form in the midfield than it is him sitting in him sitting in a co- in the forward line, staying cold when we lose control and teams get a run on us for a quarter, a quarter and a half. Put him in the midfield and. Say right, you're out of form. Go lay ten tackles for this match. Yeah, we look. We've been advocates all all year. It has but, to happen, Mads. Yeah. I'm like, this, would, is, this would, is my view. It I just has to happen. Love yes. it to happen. I would love it to happen. He's an all Australian forward, but he could also be an all Australian midfielder if he gets his act together. If he can, ugh, I shouldn't say it because it, it puts it it puts it in a negative light. The guy, the kid's obviously been struggling. I reckon he's been carrying something for a fair bit of the for season sure, too, right? For sure. So, and. He's out there. He'd be out there every week, working his ass off to to turn it around. Like, but if if he can just pull together a really solid six weeks, the boys will go firing into a preseason. And if he gives himself his best possible run at it, the next year can just yeah. Why can't it be an all, an all Australian midfield year? I agree. We I all agree. know every. Everyone, not just Sydney Swans fans, everyone would say that he is capable of it. I don't not know. Just I capa- he, not just capable. Like, mate, he should be in the conversations with Petrarca. 100%. In terms of raw talent, it's, it matches him every day of the week. Yeah. Just, it just has had an off year. He has. He has. How many centre bounce attendances did he have last week? He had four. How many would you want him to have this week? I'd almost want like four per quarter. Yeah. I'll, like, I'm talking, I was going to say 12. Gonna, 12 yeah, would be good. If we're going to do it, let's bloody do it. Yeah. Like, let's not piss fart around. Make him a part of that midfield. Anyway. But has to impact. Has to impact. Yeah, must impact. And see, this is the, the great thing with Papley, which we've seen in spurts this year, is when he's not getting it done up forward, inject him. We need a clearance, Papley, in you go. Yeah, it's bloody brilliant. And so I, I'm I'm absolutely inviting Tom Papley to the party this week. I know that uh, Horse and the coaching team give Papley that license to go whenever he wants. And I'm sure that it's the same for Isaac. Let's put some more structure behind it then and and get the runner out and just say, right, you, in you go. Yep. Anyway. Are you dropping anyone? Um, I haven't come prepared for this question. I haven't, Admittedly, I haven't looked forward to this game. I haven't looked ahead to this game so much. Um, I reckon you could just about drop half the list based on the on the last quarter. I wouldn't mind giving Hickey a break. I'd give Hickey a rest. Do, what's going English. on with with uh, with Laddams? With their Still shades? out. Yeah, 
but I'd give Stretch McAndrew yeah, a go. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Him and uh, and what have Doss support? Yeah. 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 For sure. Would you like to see Doss do a bit more, a bit more rough? I'm not sold on Doss as a whole. I like I, I he's he's got great fundamentals, Doss. Yeah. I would I would like to see him see him ruck a little bit more for sure. I'd like to see him take all the ruck contests in the forward line. Yeah. All of them. Agree. The thing I like about Doss is he's bloody strong. He's so strong, but he's got to use it. Yeah. I find he often doesn't use his strength yeah. to his to his advantage. Yeah. And again, maybe he's been in the system for a while, man. Yeah, no, he has. He's been in the system for a while, so yeah. I mean, I'd I'd love to see him throw his weight around a little bit. I could potentially. I'd like to find a place for weeks. I'd really like to find a place for weeks. I just don't know who's coming out. Do you give Do you give Papley a rest? Nah, I need Papley to. I I need Pap Papley to get some form. Papley's not going back to the twos. Yeah, no, it wouldn't go back to the twos. But you just say, right, Pap. Kill no, me. I don't think Kill so. In the rack. I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> have so. A, have a br- have a break, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> go grab yourself a cold shower. I I just yeah I don't know I want to see manic forward pressure. I want to see manic forward pressure. Do you want to go? Do you want to go tall or small for your forward line? I I want Logan McDonald to be the focal point. Me too. I really want him to be the focal point. I think Buddy gets a break almost. I know he was off the game before, but you saw how good our forward line looked oh, in mate, the first it's half against Geelong. It's night and day. Our forward half is so good. You know, we obviously didn't touch on this, but another thing that just killed me in that Richmond game was like we after playing after such immaculate forward entries against Geelong, we just went to water, yeah, and started bombing it in again. Well, we panicked. We panicked. panicked. There's it's a complete like loss of structure. (laughs) I'm going back to seg one, but. Yeah, look, Bud has to come out. Logan comes in. Uh, sorry, Logan stays in. That opens up your Wicks opportunity. Yeah, probably. I'm, I'm not desperate to have Wicks back in. He's not. I like him. I, I I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying I dislike him. But um, four four goals in the VFL. As far as I'm concerned, if Tom Mitchell cast your mind back and have sixty four and four in a in a NFL game and not get a gig. <laughs> No one's well, that, no no performance is getting you into our How does that look now? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, look. I want I look I, back at that. It is what it is. What I want is a bit of that aggression, Benny. Yeah, I yeah. I want a bit of that aggression. I See, want some it's, tick. It's intangible what I think Wicks can bring sometimes. Yep. Agreed. And he he's got that fire in his belly uh that, that I think we really need right now. When you look at things like, you know, Lloydie getting knocked out, not really remonstrating as much as we can. I, I want to see real fire on Thursday night. So, with Lloyd coming out, do you re, do you just reshuffle? Yeah, you have to reshuffle. Yeah, but my point being, you just sort of reshuffle through the middle and through the forward line to get your spot for Wicks. I suppose. Mm. But I, I, I definitely... 
I would I would I would be I would be fine with Buddy coming out. Yeah, totally, absolutely. What do you think? Do we win? <sighs> Mads I always think we'll win. <laughs> that's that's the whole bloody problem. <laughs> I think we'll win. I think we'll win. I think we'll win. Yeah, I'd like just. It's gonna take. It's gonna take something, mate. It's gonna take something. But this is kind of what I came back to. I don't think we're gonna see anything different for the rest of the year. We're gonna have these patches where we play so well, and we're just yeah. gonna go, ah, shit. But you know, yeah. Look, I, I back us to turn it on. If you keep the contested footy up, just for for not all the game, most of the game, just go with them. Mate, the rest Go of the season, with them. this game and the rest of the season, it's about execution, right? I Take opportunities. I, I put in the voice note, we all talk about it, everyone bloody knows it, right? It's not new news. Our, our game plan relies on execution. That's when we play our best footy. And it's not, it's not kicking, it's not converting on the scoreboard. Converting the last kick inside fifty. Yeah, it's converting the link-up handball. That's what allows us to get for to get forward. The longer it's in there, the better chance we have to kick a couple of goals. Yes, we need to bloody kick more goals. Like we've been so, so inaccurate, and it's been so costly this year. But if if we can execute and we're effective, particularly with that last ball inside fifty. Then we're going to give them a real. We're going to give the dogs a real scare because the dogs are building for a top four tilt now. Well, maybe not top four, but um, a build a building yeah, for their finals for their tilt. finals campaign for, for their sure. finals campaign. So, I think we win by two goals, and I just and I want to see uh, Papley kick three and Logan kick four. That's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah. Uh, no. Look, I'll, I'll, I'm hoping for a two. I hope for a two goal victory, Mads. Um, and I hope for not only three goals from Papley, but uh, four clearances as well. Yeah, we'd love that. And a bit of Heaney in the middle. Now, just on the tipping, uh, Anson William, outright, oh no, not outright first, there's three tied for first on 104. Anson William, Jezebel, and Dale, image online. Blake Mather, second on 103. And Pie in the Sky, Pete Gotsis, on 102. So keep tipping. I've said it once, I'll say it again. Cannot have Pete Gotsis winning this tipping comp. Uh, let's quickly go through the games. Now we Friday got, night. Yeah, Friday night, Melbourne and Brisbane. I'll be in attendance in the MCC. Vocal as ever. Yes. Um, Brisbane can't travel. They can't. They simply cannot. But they beat Melbourne at the MCG last year in the, in finals. the finals. Yeah, which was weird. I'm going to say that's a um, anomaly. An anomaly. Exception to the rule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I'm going to say Brisbane are going to win that. Col- I don't think Melbourne are that much chop, to be honest. When they're on, they're bloody good. But their forward line is just... <laughs> sucks. It is it is atrocious. Collingwood and Fremantle. Oh, boy. Next. Yep. <laughs> St. Kilda Pass. and Gold Coast. Could there be a dead cat bounce from Gold Coast? There typically is, and I'll and back. It's at home. I'm going to back the Suns to do it. So am I. Carlton and Port at Marvel. Carlton. See, Marvel Carlton, makes it interesting. Yeah, Carlton three in a row against you know against what? Well, this is the test. 
Gold Coast and um, and Hawthorne. Hawthorne. This is the test. Bit like us at the start of the season. Yeah. Um, No, look, Port will get it done. Port gets it done. Geelong and Essendon? Uh, Geelong. Especially if they get Cameron back. Yes. Yes, I'm confident. And that's a J-match, B.A. Adelaide and GWS. At the Adelaide Oval, it'll be the Crows. Yes, it will. Hawthorne and North Melbourne at Marvel. 110. The 110 slot on a Sunday. Mm. Sort of finish your brunch. Have a look at that on the TV, will you? (laughs) No, you'll have Bluey on. No, there'll be no no Bluey. Um... Uh, probably to be honest, mate, I'll probably be at the park. Fred's just gotten into kicking the footy, so yeah, well, there you go. I'm teaching a thing, thing or so, two. Tell him to put a jumper on. <laughs> he, do, he does yeah. put a jumper on. Bit of forward still, pressure. He's still not quite interested in that at this point. But anyway, um, Hawks. Hawks are showing enough. I know it sounds crazy, but like they can actually pull it together and play some pretty good ball. Yeah, you I can think, see what they're trying to do. I feel like North win this though. Is Clarko back? I think he's meant to be back this week. Maybe it's just, I haven't been following it, but I've been seeing noise that he's back. I and I wonder if it's maybe that he's just back around the club. He's yeah, not necessarily I think, back yeah, in full that's, head coach uh, I definitely Ratten's definitely coaching this week. Yeah. I, I like what they're doing under Ratten. I love Ratten. Uh, I'm a I'm a rap. I'm a rap for rats. I think uh, Northwind. You think Hawthorne. Hawks. Uh, West Coast and Richmond at Optus Stadium. Uh, Richmond comfortably for mine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That about wraps us up, Benny. Oh, mate, it's just so good to be here. Thanks for coming in, mate. It's honestly it is the best. I love coming in here and just talking about this morning. As I said, there's there was a need for some catharsis. There after, is after I know that some of the faithful are saying, "Yeah, no, we're still a chance. It's mathematically there, but I'm I'm." Putting the stake in it. Well, this is the way I look at it. We, I, I actually feel a little bit more relaxed now, mm. and having come to terms with that, we're probably not going to be playing finals. I mm. ho- held on to that for so long that we were just going to get on a run, and I actually feel a little bit more relaxed. I'm actually excited to just see how we how we go what about we it. What we do, yeah. See how we respond. You know what? What? What kind of football club are we? What? What's the sort of genesis of of this young blood side? Are we? Are we going to roll over, or are we going to actually going to sort of learn a lot about ourselves and have a have a real crack? Hmm. I too am anxious to see how we approach the rest of the season. Um, but Benny, you know. this has been True Bloods. The number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast, as Debo would say, number one in the charts. Number one on the charts. Number, number one, one on, there in you go. That one. Yeah. That one. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the potty. Now, Debo, after working uh, a fair few years in a big four bank, I want to get to a point where I've got a, a property in Melbourne and a property in Sydney. Now, if I'm in Sydney, Debo, and I'm doing some uh, landscaping. You know who I'm going to? Who are you going to? Dingo Landscapes and Designs. Pat Clark is the main man there. And this is a gentleman who operates, you know, predominantly around the northern eastern suburbs. It's probably where I'd be, I would have thought, Debel. For sure. You jump on the his Instagram, at Dingo Landscapes, and you have a look at some of the stuff he's doing. He's got the outdoor areas. He's got the nice pavers out there as well. It's sensational. And you hit Pat Clark 
up on 0408 485 397. Now, he's going to come around and give you a free quote and an on-site consultation. Um, and so tell your friends, but also he's hiring. First, second, third year apprentices, Deeble, give Pat a call. There could be some work for you. Definitely. Just his number again there, 0408 485 397. Hit up Pat and he can sort you out.